up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Hey y'all. Hey. Hey. Hey girl. Hey. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to kick this episode off, really. I don't. I just I don't even know where to start. Hmm. This is where one of y'all come in and start it for me. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> I mean, all right. So, if you guys are looking at the title of this episode, it's called Mind Your Business. Mind Your Business. And um, I think before we, um, you know, when we were discussing topics and this one came up, we did, um, you know, have some examples. You know, we may not go into all the examples, but uh, especially in the church culture, Mm-hmm. It can be very interesting when it comes to your personal business and other people being in it. Speak, Lord. So, um, you know, I can I guess I can use an example of my own life, um, especially when I was dating. I uh, it was a lot of mind your business when I was dating, especially Sylvester. I remember we were literally talking about this the other day to somebody where um when we really started dating i had to like give him the the rundown of hey this person gonna try to be up in your business they gonna try to talk to you uh because they trying to be in our business they, these people this 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 all these people nosy they need to mind their business so i feel like you know i guess this um this podcast is honestly like why like why why is it so, especially in the church, that we are so consumed with other people's lives versus really just focusing on our own? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. it's crazy. When we first brought up this topic, I had a lot to say. And since then, <laughs> I have calmed down. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have as much to say. But um, one of the things that was sparked for me, Ayana, when you started talking about you and Baca was I remember like me and Emmett's kind of courting dating phase where we dated and then we broke up and then we dated again or whatever. And I remember how there was like a cluster of people who found out that we were talking or dating or whatever after we weren't together. Mm-hmm. And it was so frustrating because people would initiate conversations and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I heard you. And, and at that point, I was angry. So it's like my response was very like, What's the word that I'm looking for? It was not kind. It was mm-hmm. not seasoned with grace or anything like that. Gotcha. Um, it, I was I was a bit mean when people asked me stuff. But it, what it brings up for me is that when you don't know something about someone to approach them and ask them questions and you don't have that type of relationship, um. It comes off wrong. And I feel like a lot of times people do things in the church and in the church, there's like this sense of community and people feeling like they know you more than they do, even though it's like y'all have never held a conversation before. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And on one foot, community is good when you're in a church. But on the other foot, I feel like there is a space where boundaries aren't established the way that they should. So. And then. I think what makes you all's uh, situation, I guess, complex is that both you and Ayana are kind of in the public um, spectrum, you know, within the church. Um, So I think people are more prone to see you 
Whereas, you know, me, I pride myself on being in the shadows. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Lauren been a new member for eight years. <laughs> right. Everybody know my quote. I don't know. Nobody at the church. <laughs> but uh, with me, I, I pride myself with being in the shadows. So I don't, I see a lot. You know, if you are a person that kind of stands off to the distance, you see a whole lot that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, I'm thankfully I've never really been in the position at, at the church that I attend now. I've never been in the position where, you know, I have someone inquiring about, you know, certain things in my life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I've seen you all go through it and I can understand and, uh, you know, your feelings toward telling someone to mind your business. And I mean, if I'd be real about it, you know, when I'm back home. You know, I came from a family that was very public in the church. Um, my grandfather was a whole pastor of a church. So mm-hmm. you definitely had people in your business. And it is very uncomfortable um, because it's almost like, especially if your family are clergymen, mm-hmm. you don't really have, uh, well, you do have business of your own, but yet you don't. There's always going to be some things that are going to always be in the public, eye, whether you want it to or not. Um, because that's just the way, um, I guess what they say, yeah, the way it is. So, um, I've been on both ends and I think that's why I, when I relocated, you know, to Atlanta, I think that's why I was so intentional uh, just about kind of trying to stay away. Being a new member for eight years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, and just knowing the people I know and just kind of being comfortable with it. And I know that's not necessarily right all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, that's just the way I've kind of dealt with it. So mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> I feel like it's so interesting because when you said you've been on both sides of the fence, the first thing that came up with me was like, dang, do I be in people business? And the answer is sometimes, sometimes I do be in people business. There are certain things I feel like in church when they happen that you become inquisitive and you're like, oh, I noticed such and such and such. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think that there's a time where it's okay to inquire about something? Nah. And you know what? If you do, (laughs) I ain't trying to be funny. If you're doing it right, you don't have to inquire. Exactly. (laughs) That's what you mean. What does that mean? If you just, I mean, I love what the Bible says. The Bible says 1 Thessalonians 4 and 11. It says study to be quiet. That was the first, that was the first thing he told you to do. He says, study to be quiet and then mind your business. But in a lot of times when you are quiet, you see stuff happening without you even saying a word. So I don't understand why people just feel the need to walk up to the person and be like, hey, Mm -hmm. could you give me detail? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, because I I know it's. It's a lot of things that I've peeped or I've noticed and I don't say nothing because one, it's none of my business to go up to somebody because I wouldn't want that to be done to me. So I'm like, it's none of my business to go up to you and ask all your business and all of that or, hey, what happened with this and da da da. No, I'm not going to do that. A lot of times if I find out something, it's because it was said in just in yeah. either directly to me right. or I'm, I'm sitting you're, you're there in a conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, OK. And I just put two and two together like, oh, gotcha. Oh, OK. And then that business stays with me. <laughs> so, right. you know, but I think the issue and I won't even just say the church. I just feel like people, period. Well, you know what? I feel like now, like, I feel like people have always been nosy, but I feel like it's even more now that people are so invested in others' lives because 
I don't know if it's 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 because of hey, you know, your life seems more interesting or because of reality TV or whatever. I feel like I feel like social media plays a large part too because you feel mm-hmm. closer to people than you actually are. Yeah. But I th- I feel like people need to like there are certain public figures that I follow on social social media, business women, business men, but I will never be up in their DMs like I'm their friend. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are starting to blur the lines. Like just because we're social media friends doesn't mean that I am your friend in real life or you know everything about me. What you see is a snapshot of maybe my day or or whatever. You know, like it it just I I it can be I it can be very interesting. I follow a lot of people that I'm like, oh, they're really dope people, but I don't know them in real life. And I will never assume to know them in real life. Like, yeah. like, oh, I know all her business. I know about her or I'm going to be very comfortable with her. Like, um, you know, like how some people use the word, the B word as a term of endearment. And I'm like, you know, I've seen people where they slide up and somebody be like, DMs be like, B girl, da, da, da. And I'm uh-huh. like, you don't know her. What are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you talking like that? Like, that's not, that's not cute. So I just, yeah. it's weird to me. I, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> so I feel like, some- oh, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say, I just feel like, um, you know, people need to, I guess the the familiarity is getting a little, a bit much and, you know, people need to reel it back in a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know why this came to mind, but I feel like sometimes when you find yourself kind of like constantly, I guess being in someone's business point blank period. You, mm-hmm. have to, you have to be careful with that because in a way you kind of make that person an idol. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Bible tells us to be really careful about that. And I, I to be honest, you know, I've, I'm not going to say I necessarily found myself being in someone's business, but like there were certain c- celebrities where, you know, I appreciate their artistry and I found myself and I don't know if it was the algorithm or what, but I felt like I saw them with every like, swipe up like mm. <laughs> like I was seeing every post and it was starting to become a little too much for me mm-hmm. to the point where when I was off social media I was still thinking about the artist and I'm like you know that to me is that's a bit much so I I would unfollow them mm. um and I mean you could have just muted them no nah, I'm gonna unfollow you I've done that <laughs> just unfollow because I'm like you know what I just don't need you in my space right now yeah right. like right but now I, I guess I was thinking it. through like if you really appreciated their artistry and it's like you may want to see it again one day but I guess their page is still there so if you want to refollow yeah. you always mm-hmm. can right if they're you know if they're artists like you said it, they'll always be there but for as far as my sanity and making sure that I'm balanced I will mm-hmm. unfollow you in a minute and to be honest that is the that was really one of the main reasons behind me deactivating my um my personal account so I just found myself being a little too involved in stuff that Mm. was was not concerned with Lauren and it was like I need to detach you know Mm -hmm. and if that's me getting rid of my whole page then cool I'll do that Um, but I just want to make sure that I always be in a balanced position where things are just not becoming too much you know yeah 
I can't even focus on my business because I know everything about your business. And I don't want yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yes. I, under- I understand. Um, I know probably most recent I've done it maybe twice in the past few weeks. I went through the people that I follow on my personal Instagram and just unfollowed like I think I maybe unfollowed maybe a hundred or so people in the past few weeks because for me where I'm at right now is certain things that I just don't want to see. Or if there are certain conversations that I'm like, okay, it's a little bit, you're being a little too messy on your page or your, your, your focus is not the focus that I would like to see. And I don't know why your page keeps coming up in my algorithm when like, I remember, um, I think it was last week I was looking at my account and there's a way when you go into your um, dashboard, you can see the accounts that oh, least interacted with. Yeah. You least interact with and you and the ones that you most interact with. And some of the ones that I most interact with, I was like, well, that's not intentional because I don't know why I keep seeing this person, but then the least, the least I was like, Oh, so that's why I haven't seen these people in forever. But it's like, I'll, you know, if I go purposely go on their page, they still wouldn't pull up in my algorithm like that. That's so, so weird. Yeah. It is. So what I did was I went into the most interacted ones and I was like, well, I don't even care about what I'm seeing with their stuff anyway. So I was just unfollowing people because I was like, personally for me, the the season that I'm walking in and just, just, I, I don't know, just even evolving as a woman. And I just don't want to see certain things. I don't care about, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care about that business. I don't care about that drama. I don't care about that gossip. I don't care about, like, I don't even follow um, a lot of the gossip um, blogs and blogs stuff. and stuff. Like, I if I see it, like, in my Explore page, I might see it, but I don't follow them. Like, and I remember um, one in particular, I remember uh, we used to send each other, like, stuff from stuff yeah. that they're talking about. And I remember Lauren was like, I haven't followed them. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? You right. And I unfollowed them like shortly after you told me that you unfollowed them because I was like, honestly, it's just a, it's so it's the, the message is so mixed and it's just getting on my nerves. So, yeah. yeah. And it, when I tell you, it's just been like a whole Blitz. lot clearer. Yes. <laughs> like you don't even miss them. <laughs> no, not at all. Yes. So if for I, the record, I unfollow them also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if dang, if I do whole squad gone. Yep. Right. We out. Yeah. We out. Like everybody, everybody hit unfollow right now. Yeah. <laughs> we out. That if just, I do see them, then it's it's really because somebody probably sent me something, or they're just so happen to be on my explore page. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like I'm good. Like I. I love the peace that I'm in. I love waking up and my mind is in a different place versus thinking about somebody else's business because yeah. of something I so saw I on social media. Mm-hmm. I have a question. So when it comes to real life, right, how do you unfollow and create those healthy boundaries like offline? Because like when I th- listen to the situation that you guys initially started talking about, these are people that you legit interact with or you see so frequently. So how do you create that space to where one, they don't feel so familiar with you as to know, you know, like don't approach, you know what I mean? Like stay out of my business. How do, how do you create that? I, ha- I haven't necessarily had that problem with people in my business because, you know, I, you know, I know I not recently. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, if I'm being honest, Denisa, the answer to that question for me is I'm still struggling to create boundaries. Um, 
you know, even in doing this episode, I realized that because I'm such a transparent person, like, and it's so weird. I just had this conversation with Leslie and you guys know Leslie is one of my best friends about how like I'm transparent, but I'm also private, which is such a oxymoron. But it's like, I have no problem like sharing like my struggles and things I've been through or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to really allowing a person to know me like intimately, like to really have a a strong understanding of who I am as a person, knowing like my current deepest, darkest feelings and secrets, that's not, that's not who I am. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so it's very difficult for me sometimes to build boundaries when it comes to social media. I'm very open. If a person comments, I comment back. If a person DMs me, I'll have a full blown conversation. And so, you know, when I see a person out, perfect example, even with our listeners, like one of our listeners literally helped me find my shoes for my wedding. Um, saw me and amazing was like, oh my God, da, 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 you getting married. Da, 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 da. We, <laughs> we need to find you some shoes. And I love that. Like there's a part of it that it's like, I love that. I love people feeling like, oh, I can feel you. I can touch you. You're a real person. But then there's certain things where it's just kind of like, I'm not ready to share that part of me yet. And until I'm ready, I don't want to have a conversation about it with someone who's not in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. And so my answer to that question, Denise, is I'm still figuring that out. I'm still figuring out how to be truthful, transparent, and transformative while also building boundaries outside of the podcast, outside of social media, in real everyday life without feeling like um, I'm compromising who I am as a person. Um, but I, I think the the small steps that I'm taking now are are shutting down conversations. I guess that's the biggest or the smallest boundary that I've put in place when a person initiates a conversation about something that I don't feel like is their business. Um, being able to say, hey, um, <laughs> I'm going to holler back at you. That's not, you know, we're not going to have that conversation or just being very generic. So like a big question that I get from people who have, who I do not know at all sometimes in church is, you know, what's going on? What's the biggest issue you're facing in your marriage right now? Huh? And it's just like, what? Wait, I'm sorry. Can we yeah. pause that and rewind a little bit <laughs> yeah. and press play? People are asking you, what's your biggest issue that you're facing in your marriage? I had somebody ask me that. And I mean, a lot of people say, how is marriage going? And that's fine. Like, that's a normal question, you know? I'm right. With. So it's like, I expect that. I expect people to be like, you enjoying marriage? Yes, I am, girl. It's amazing. You know, but then I always sometimes just get a random person who acts something that's just like, now what in the world? What told you? Yeah. That it was that's okay. Strange. And we've never even had a hello. How are you? Like, we're not even at a cordial level where I know you and you know me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm like picturing somebody walking up to Sade with a hoodie on and like, girl, what's, what's the biggest, <laughs> what's the biggest issue? <laughs> Like, I'm envisioning this in the lobby. <laughs> it was in the lobby. Wow. It was. It was in. It goes down in the lobby. Y'all. It goes down in, down the, in the lobby. And wow, it's like, so interesting. when somebody asks you stuff like that, it's like, all you can do is legit just laugh and say, 
I don't know. I gotta. I, I can't put the dishes in the dishwasher. That's all we got right now. You know what I mean? It's like, wh- wh- why would you even, why did you think that was okay? And we don't even, we're not even cordial with one another. Yeah. So. I know um, for me, when I would get questions like that, when we first got married, I I would answer them the way they wanted me to. I was like, no, no, like, and it's not even, not even being rude. Like, how's married life? It's great. And they're like standing there waiting for me to say something else. And I'm like, you're not going to get that else out of me. <laughs> like, see, I'm, and I'm fine with that question. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's normal. But okay. even the other, even the other question, like, let's say if that was me, my response would be like, there, I mean, nothing. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. That was, that was, and I, <sighs> I think people would think it was rude, but I'm like, one, it's none of your business. And two, you threw me off guard with the question. So I don't know how you expect me to answer it. Yeah, I'm they like, would know not to do that to you, Ayana, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, but see, the thing is, and, and I, I do understand that. I think it's, um, for me, it's not as difficult to navigate certain things of, or, or people trying to pry into my relationship or just even my personal life, period, because I I think, I mean, we've talked about this before, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm not as approachable. Which, which I'm Ayana's, fine with. Ayana's trying to say in a very nice way, people know not to come up to me. Right. Yeah. Like, well, I know. I think it's, I think if you look at Charday, if you look at like a Charday versus Ayana, Charday, you smile a lot. Ayana, you're not like Baca smiles a lot. Yeah. And you're a very personable person, but it's like you're personable to people you know. So you're not right. necessarily walking around with like a, a grin all the time. But you see, know? that's the that's the thing though. I feel like even with like let's say with Sylvester, and for the viewers, uh, Sylvester is my husband, Baca is my husband, but I always call him Sylvester. So I ain't want people to be like, right. what? who yeah. Everybody call right. him EJ and yeah. I call him Emmett. Like yeah. his mama named him Emmett, I'm gonna call him Emmett. Yeah, but um, like let's say with Sylvester, he smiles a lot. However, people don't. I, I don't know what it is. I, it's like people won't ask him his information. They'll divulge their information. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's and, weird, and I, and I get that too. And yeah, I mean, maybe it's the smile. People just feel the safe. Smile. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I mean, the thing is, even with Emmett, people don't ask him nothing. Okay. Yeah, they nothing. don't. <laughs> They and it's, and even even before we were married, people were like, Emmett just walk around and he just look like he is, he's just not approachable. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> amen. That's how I like him. So, I don't know. And then I think because I've also, let's say if I'm having conversations with people and like, even if it's like, let's say Sunday after service and we're out in the front and somebody be like, hey, I don't, it just, it just is a, hey, how you doing? How are the kids? <laughs> it's all surface, you know? Right. So I don't know. I it just, I and I think, I think that's where myself in this position. I do believe that. I do. Sometimes. I mean, I wouldn't say you put yourself in the position. <laughs> I don't but I, think you did, though. Yeah, I don't think you did that either. Yeah, I don't. I think I think what you said, Ayana, about things being surface. I think that's what it should be if you don't know somebody. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, and I think it's just people not knowing, you know, what yeah. to do. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I I know before 
I, there may have been instances where I've div maybe divulged too much information or I have, I've had, I've told y'all about the instances where I've let my guard down and let certain people in and I got burned and yeah. all of that. So it just, I feel like maybe now at this stage in my life is I am, I will admit I am very guarded, yeah. extremely guarded. Um, and especially because of the attention that is being brought my way even more it's like i got my my hawkeye out like hey you know and i i give the great customer service but i know everybody's intentions aren't great because yeah. you know let's be honest we're talking about church and it's, it hasn't been the most fun ride for me when it came to people and church mm -hmm. so and that's sad. it's sad that in a place that's supposed to be full of people who are like Christ, yeah, your experience in relationships with them is negative when you feel like those are the people who you should be able to have the most positive relationships with. Yeah. And the frustrating thing is that minding your own business or not divulging your business and all of that stuff, not being able to open up to people. It, it shouldn't be like that. Like you should be able to open up to people mm -hmm. at church. You shouldn't have to have walls built up at all times. But like you said, Ayana, there are situations that put you in that space where it's like, mm -hmm. all right, I tried being, you know, such and such a way before. And I saw how that worked out for me. And I'm not going to do that no more. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm an open book. Like y'all know, I will share. I share my life. I, I mean, this podcast is a testament yeah. to us telling yeah. our business. Everybody knows everything about me. Like I've, I've had ran into people at church like, oh, congratulations on your second baby. And oh, your testimony was so amazing. I ain't never met this person a day in my life, but they know my story. And it's like, that's because we put it in the service, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And that's fine. Like, I love it. I, I listen, I don't mind being an open book. But there are certain chapters that you will never know. Yes. You know? So. And that's how it's, that's okay. You yeah. know what? Listening to you Absolutely. guys just now, I, I think sometimes that's the misconception is you expect for, you know, when you go to church for everybody to, to be like you, kumbaya, everything. You know, like you just expect a certain type of behavior when in reality, even though, you know, we go to a church, they're still in a court and out of court. Mm -hmm. You know, like we still have a certain responsibility just because we, you know, attend the same church and we know the same people does that does not mean that we're called to each other. We can, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't necessarily go one plus one is two. It yeah. doesn't work like that. Yeah. So I think sometimes you have to be responsible too with and don't assume that just because you know somebody to go to your church or, you know, that that's a friend. Yeah. You know, it's okay to have acquaintances. It's like definitely okay. Having acquaintances, you yeah. know, like it's. Yeah. yeah, I think Denisa, you took the words like right out of my mouth because when when Charday, when you had said like I think you should be able to say or you know should be able to have conversations with people in the church, and it made me think about two things. Number one, it made me think about one of the quotes you put up a long time ago when we were talking about friendships, and you were saying something on the page where you said it's too much at stake for me to let you into my life and with you not mm -hmm. really being my friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the same thing I think applies, you know, even to things or matters concerning your business and people minding their business. I think the thing, the same thing still applies, but it also made me think about the fact that, you know, in hindsight, the church is a hospital. 
Um, mm-hmm. And we are all diagnosed with different things concerning mm-hmm. our lives. And if you think about a hospital, you don't just walk up to patients and say, this is how I'm feeling, you mm-hmm. know, because they're not going to be able to know what to do. Some might give you a Tylenol and that might be OK, but sometimes you need to actually consult with a doctor. And I think it's okay. I say all that to say, I think it's okay to consult with certain people in the church, but you got to make sure that it is the right, right. right. And you got to make sure it's the right person. If you look at a doctor, the doctor has studied, (laughs) they studied to show themselves approved. They, a lot of times they are, they have to be board certified, you know? So it's like certain credentials that a doctor has to have for them to be deemed as a doctor. And I think the same thing, with the church, if you're going to be conveying, you know, things concerning your lives with certain people, you need to check their credentials. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, or like what my mom said, look at the fruit. If you look at the fruit and the fruit rotten, yeah. um, then the it's like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you might not want to talk to that. So I think it's just a thing of really kind of just assessing th- some things and assessing mm-hmm. it like in, in a positive way. Um, and I also wanted to kind of touch on what, Denisa asked earlier about like in real life, how do you begin to, um, you know, focus mm-hmm. on on your business versus someone else's? And what I've realized, um, if I was to compare it to something, it's almost like a camera. Right. And I think I'm thinking of a camera because I just got a camera not too long ago. And what I realized with me getting a camera, most cameras come with like a package lens. And it's nothing wrong with the lens. It's just that, like, if you look at the focus of the lens, it's going to pick up pretty much everything. Even if it blurs some things, you're still going to be able to identify what it is. But if you want sometimes that quality image, you're going to have to purchase a lens that did not come in that package. And what I mean by that is, like, when you put your focus on something specifically, everything behind it is grayed out. And so I want to use that analogy because I feel like that's what we have to do. We have to be those lenses that don't necessarily come in the package. You got to separate yourself from the rest. And what I mean by that is like put your focus on Christ and allow for Christ to be the center of your image and allow for everything else to be blurred out beyond it. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, then you will find yourself picking up or trying to identify, dang, I see that happening in the image or I see this happening in the image. But if you allow for your focus to be Christ, all people will see is Christ. They won't see nothing else. So That was so good, Lauren. Mm-hmm. So good. good. I know we got to go to a break and we're going to come right back. And when we come back, I kind of want to talk about the benefits of minding your business. Like what happens when you really get busy working on your own stuff, focusing on what's in front of you and not what somebody else is doing. So we'll be right back after this. This podcast is brought to you by at Churchy People on Instagram. If you need some inspiration, a little bit of laughter, and something that's going to feed your soul, check out at Churchy People on Instagram right now. All right, ladies, we are back, and um, we the conversation is going really well so far. So I pray that everybody is being blessed by everything that we're talking about. But now we're going to go into. The benefits of minding your business. (laughs) (laughs) The benefits of minding your business. I mean, I'll I'll say for me, the benefits of minding your business is just amazing. I was not expecting that. I was. Oh my gosh. Ayana is like 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Would recommend. Like, you just, 
Okay, so I'll, uh, I'll just use my life as an example. I am now a mother of two. Um, you know, we have uh, a business. Well, we have businesses. And then also we are involved in ministry and the responsibilities of ministry is getting to be more, which I'm loving everything. This Like I, well, by the time this uh, podcast comes out, my birthday would have passed, but I am, well, I am, I'll be 36 and I am <laughs> loving going into 36, minding my own business and yes. just being in a, like, I'm like, okay, Lord, like the things that you told me years ago, I'm seeing it come into fruition. And, and I'm like, I ain't got no time to be minding nobody else's business. I don't care about like, I, I mean, I care, but I don't care. Like I sell, I celebrate my friends wins. I love to see everybody flourishing. I love to see it's so much going on that I'm seeing uh, even online and I'm just, I'm happy for everybody, but to be all up in your business. No, ma'am. No, sir. I, <laughs> I got too much going on over here that I'm enjoying and just walking out with my little bubble and my little family. So that's, that's 10 out of 10 would, would recommend. recommend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with Ayana. I definitely used to be a professional mind other people's business and not in like a, a I was about to say it, not in like a crazy way. Oh Lord. Anyways. <laughs> I mean more so in a sense like just focused on what other people were doing I think when I was younger it was something I was really really into and I mm -hmm. learned early on that focusing on my own stuff and minding my own business I just have gotten so much further like even to the point where like started putting social media on timers and it's like you get 30 minutes ma'am Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And just being able to really tap out of that and tap into whatever it is that I'm focused on. And it's just so productive. Like it gives you the yep. ability to be productive in your own business, in whatever your space is. Another thing that I've realized is that in minding your own business, it keeps you from being clouded mm -hmm. by the thoughts and opinions and things that other people are doing. I feel like God speaks to us so intricately and gives us very specific and strategic plans and when we start minding other people's business and seeing what's working for them um we kind of get caught up and think oh you know maybe i should do that and it's like no god is giving you very specific instructions and when you're looking at other people's stuff it can cloud what it is that god is telling you to do so i think that it is definitely great to you know, mind your business and be able to be focused. I remember mm -hmm. once upon a time when I could go down a rabbit trail and look up two hours later and be like, dang, I ain't done nothing I was supposed to do. Sitting mm -hmm. here minding somebody's business who I don't know. So, yeah. Yep. That's where I'm at with it. When you said um, something about when you were younger, because one thing I want to make sure that people know is like, we have not, um, we, we have not always been in the space that we're in now. Um, we've definitely grown as people. For me, when I was younger, um, <laughs> I was heavily involved in gossip blogs. Like I remember the old school blogs was the the YBF Daily. Uh, <laughs> media takeout. Media takeout. Oh my God, I do remember media takeout. N Nicole Bitchy. 
Um, okay. What was the other one? Yeah, that was her name. I'm just gonna say you're right. that, you're that right. was her name. You're right. Um, oh, and um, it was creative concrete World loop. Star? Concrete loop. That was the other one. Was it World Star? world star wasn't gossip yeah i wasn't all world star like that but those were the gossip blogs that would be in rotation and like you know um i don't think instagram was really like popping like that where they would have the, the pages on instagram so you would literally be on your computer or on your phone looking at the blog itself right and i remember uh sylvester and i had just gotten married and i remember one day he was like hey i love you and this you know I, the conversations be cool but he was like i really don't care about these other people's business <laughs> like because right. because we would be at dinner or at the dinner table or he'd come home from work and be like i'd be like babe did you see what happened to such and such today <laughs> or whatever and he's like i don't care you know, and it was, it was, he did it in the best way. And I appreciated him for that. But it really made me see back then. And I was like, you know what? I, maybe I'm too involved that my everyday conversations are about celebrities and different people. But I know that was at the height of blogs. Like that's when I started my own blog. So it was like, I was so consumed in it. Cause I was like, oh, I want to see how this person is writing their blogs. I want to see what this blog looks like as a aesthetic wise. So I can design my blog similar and all of that. So I was heavily involved in all of these blogs, hair blogs, gossip blogs, everything. It was like my life. So after a while, I was like, especially after he said that, I just really was, you know, started examining, okay, what are you putting into your spirit? Like, what are you watching every day? What are you hearing or listening to every day? And how is it altering your thoughts and even how you move and breathe as a person? So, you know, this is, I've evolved into the person that I'm, I am today where I can honestly say, I don't care. Like, I don't know what is happening with the latest celebrity. I have, first of all, I don't even know half their names. Who is right. that? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to sound like the older auntie. Like, who is that? Right. I be so, like that scrolling on, on the internet every day. Like, who is these people? Yeah. Like, what song <laughs> is this? Like, you know, so... It, it So if you're in a place of, you know what, I feel like I'm way too much in other people's business, gossip blogs, the shade room, all of that, then it is, I'm not saying that we, we arrived and we just never been through any of that. No, like you, it's a, it's a process and you know, you just start with, Hey, how can I disconnect in certain ways? Maybe I should just unfollow this page or whatever you need to do to make sure that that's not the first thing that's being put into your spirit every day. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting though, Ayana, is that um, a lot of times when your appetite, your spiritual appetite changes, that, that stuff will change mm -hmm. um, yeah. organically yeah. without you yeah. even doing anything. Um, yeah. And so what I've realized is just like increase your appetite for like God and what does that look like for mm -hmm. you? And so, um, and to also answer the question, I think you all have already 
touched on what I was going to say. I was going to say it's like forward motion. Like you will see yourself moving forward in whatever it is that God has called for you to do. And it'll be clear, like, because you won't have other distractions. Your your goals won't look like what you may have seen on social media or your goals won't look like what your friend is doing. Your goals will be exactly what you just said. They'll be yours. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just think, you know, anytime you decide to, be focused on your business. God elevates your business. Yeah. <laughs> and then too, you know, I got to bring a little humor in it. It's like when you start minding your business, you know, when the when the tea finally comes to you, you know, you'll be shocked. You know, you'll have a, a, a little something to sip on. Just I've been little. shocked a lot. Like what? Right. Right. You have a little tea to sip on. TB, you know? TB finding you. You ain't right. even have, it literally spills in your lap. And you be like, what the heck? That like, was, this hot. happening? Yes, right. exactly. You'll be sipping on a little tea, you know. So just just mind your business so you can have some tea to sip on here and there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. So speaking of tea finding, it's way to you. <laughs> I was going to say earlier when they mentioned that, like, you know, people bring stuff to her. I realized that th that's also how I am. People just bring and tell me their business, right? And I did not realize that me listening, you know, I, I consider it listening, right? I'm just a listening ear but that's still not really minding my business because essentially it's distractive and I don't need to know the full hour and a half play by play because you know we're not really that cool so I think um minding your business is also a part of minding your father's business and I've come to develop a healthy boundary mm. where if I see a call come through if I see a text or DM you know I'll open it I don't go in and be like, oh, yeah, sis, oh, yeah. I'll text back and be like, oh, okay, you know, I read what happened. Is there anything you want me specifically to pray for you? You know, let me know. I got you. And I, I'm not even going into the all the nitty-gritty, the little back. I don't need all that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, don't even... So even if they bring it to me, or mm -hmm. if I see the call come, I don't answer. And I'm going to text back and be like, you know what? I apologize. I'm not in the space where I can have a phone call right now, but what's going on? Mm -hmm. And even if you send me a paragraph, if I hit you back with two sentences, don't send me another paragraph because mm -hmm. I, I don't have time to entertain it. Right yeah. now, I to your I'm gonna echo everything that you ladies have said um and right now that's my sweet spot and I didn't realize that that was such a distraction for me is you know call sex and you know me considering myself listening and being there for somebody whole time it's a distraction mm. it has nothing to do with me I can pray I know this I know the power of the tongue I can speak life and death and we can keep it moving I don't gotta sit there and you know like coddle or hold hands and key 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 because then you get distracted and then you really end up talking about somebody else's business you yeah know what I mean like it's just a gateway and I did want to say that social media sometimes we, as long to put the perspective sometimes you're on social media so much you think that um I forgot who mentioned it earlier but you really think that you know that person I think Ayana you said it mm -hmm. so essentially you know social media is not an invitation into somebody's home that's mm -hmm. more like an invitation like think of when you're on social media like even if you get a little bit of tea you know y'all might be out at lunch or for coffee you're not welcome in their house mm -hmm. to divulge every single thing so that's how i view social media mm -hmm. and my rule of thumb too is if i haven't posted it it ain't none of your business don't ask me about it yeah if i have posted it then you can absolutely question me and be like oh you know what i saw a post i can understand that feel free yeah. to ask away but if i ain't posted it ain't none of your business don't be asking me about it this this is how i just thought of this example this is how out of everybody business i am um, I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine's who I know outside of social media and especially on social media, they, um, 
put me and I don't know who else because when you do um what is it what is the green bubble close friends, close friends. Mm -hmm. yeah she said the person said to pray for another person of, of another friend of theirs and they did give sort of the information of what we were praying for and I just prayed for the person and that was I don't even know the person's name because she didn't say the person's name she, didn't, she just said a little bit of what to pray for, and that was it. And I just prayed, and I was like, that was it. And to this day, I don't even know who I prayed for. And mm. I am, I'm just like, hey, I don't care to know because it's none of my business. She didn't share who mm -hmm. it was, the name. And I, I, you know, that's none of my business. And I'm not going to go and be like, hey, who is that that I prayed for the other day? I just want to know. No, because it's none of my business. I just know what I pray for. And I pray for peace over that person in their lives. And that's it. You know, so I feel like we. Every, we don't need to know everything. We don't need to know all. And I, I think that's the issue is we feel like. Well, I'm invested, so you got to give me all the details. Like, yeah, um, titled. It's, yeah, it's the it's a meme that I saw where they was like, "Oh, well, you um, you know, you sat there and you got this relationship on Instagram, and you take all these pictures and all of that, and it's like, sis, if you break up with him, we want to know why, because we was invested in all these pictures and all of that, and all of a sudden you took all your pictures down." Why? Why you do that? Da, da, da. And I'm like, what? That is none of your business. Why they broke up? It well, is though. It is. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I appreciate your honesty. Let's be very clear. Let's be very, very, very. Denise just made it very clear. If you putting it on there, if you've invited us in. We here. we here. No. Yeah, I mean, no. we here now. So we here now. We here now. So when you go from a hundred pictures of you and a person to no pictures on your page at all, we need an explanation. I, all you got to say is he gone. Go. He gone. Right. <laughs> he gone. That's the post. He gone. Yes, I mean, there is did, no more. Did he die? Did y'all break up? Uh, whatever we, you make it out to be, that'll we, be to your discretion. We need but, answer. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. I can't just mind my put, business when it comes to that. Just put the post up that say he is officially gone. Well, I, I guess I'm in the space of, oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> like, listen, well, my situation with now, I had to get rid of the whole page because I felt like I owe people an explanation. It's like, you know what? You I'm not even. You don't know. Did even. you have people asking you? Well, I was off social media for a year. Like, I deactivated my Facebook page. I deleted my Instagram page. I did not exist in social media. So by the time I came back, it was just like I had a new page with a new name. And, you know, at that point, nobody really asked any questions because it was just kind of like, OK. So, I mean, I don't know. But if they did ask by that point, I did not mind giving an answer at that point. But. But yeah, I you can like, read between the lines though. Somebody yeah. delete the whole page. You just, and, you know. But that's but that, you know, and I know we're going a little long. So we're gonna wrap this on up. But it needs to be said that when you make a point of bringing attention to a certain part of your business, you can't get mad when people are also in that part of your business. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So it, it do, but no. I'm just saying. There's I'm just saying you can't cry. It's like crying wolf. I get Is that. I, I do. I, I, guess. I, I guess I get it, but I just feel like. If that person decides, okay, yeah, I know I, I put all my business out there, but now I want to shut it down. 
Like, we can't be mad at that either. We can't be mad at that. We wouldn't be mad at that. But you can't act like you didn't just ask all of these people to pay attention to a specific thing. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's true, too. That's yeah, true. You both have very valid points. You do. Yeah. I guess I, I guess my my thing is also maybe we just don't need to share so much. Yeah. Because yeah. I That's saw, really good. I, I saw, that. I, I, saw a post, I saw a post the other day and I was like, I'll tell y'all offline. Because <laughs> I, I no, because I can't say it. it. It's too much details in the post for me to even say it on the podcast because then people that know would know. But I was like, wait a minute, why are we doing this? Like, why is this on Facebook? Especially Facebook. Facebook statuses. Oh, y'all, see, I don't be on Facebook. I don't be yeah. knowing. I don't stop, be on Facebook either. Stop putting, stop putting stuff on on on, on Facebook. Like, it, stop. Like, and the only reason I saw it because I went on Facebook for something, and then of course you know when you, as soon as you hop on Facebook, the timeline refreshes and then you see it right there in your face. And I, after I saw that, I was like, okay, let me go. I got what I needed to get off of Facebook let me go because yeah. y'all y'all doing way too much right now yeah Facebook be those old people business so you know they be in detail if old people go tell you the story they gonna tell but you the, the thing is it be, be young people too it be young people like some okay. of the stuff I've seen especially the past few months they are younger than me mm. and I'm like what are you talking about yes what are they doing on there all day life yeah. everything all day everything every everything <laughs> I, I, Facebook is one of the main uh, social media sites that I do mute people though. I don't even know how to mute on Facebook. I barely be on there. Mute. I've I didn't know that that was an option on Facebook. Yeah, same. But we going down rabbit hole, y'all. We pray that this are. episode that is they listening to our conversation. <laughs> okay, I mean, but all, all of that, all Welcome. of that though, is how to mind your business. Put yes. people on mute, delete, unfollow. Delete your social media completely. Church, you know, yeah, sit in the shadows. A new section. Uh, sit in the balcony. Uh, <laughs> go out the side door. Whatever you need to do to mind your business, just do that. <laughs> so, but well, yeah. <laughs> we pray there was something said on today. That uh that helped you learn how to mind your business or um gave you peace about building up boundaries for those who are in your business. You know, mm-hmm. just a little bit of help there. Um, if this is your first episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on all podcast platforms. Make sure you're following us on social media at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram and Facebook at Save Girl Secret No S on twitter if you want to talk deeper about this topic feel free to send us a secret letter to save girl secrets at gmail.com we love you good god bless you love and peace bye, bye. bye. bye.